One, One two, two, three, three. start. start. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Mouse and Weens. I hope we got that. We're trying some new technology today. I'm Mouse. Mouse and Weens. I'm Weens. <laughs> and we are in two separate homes back after uh, our excursion at Christmas. So, True. yeah, I'm um, in my weird office area and where are you i'm in my bed right now in my little cottage in los angeles <laughs> your horse and buggy holding cottage what did you call horse it horse and buggy cottage and right now there's a, a little christmas tree that's still it's on my i didn't have anywhere to put it because my place is so small so it's on my end table so there's just a giant christmas tree on my end table up to the ceiling, and I still have my Christmas lights on. It's very pleasant, Aww. except it's very dry, and now I just keep thinking of a fire hazard. Oh, it was a real tree. Yeah. That's cool. How tall is it on I the table? about four or five feet. Very cute. It's almost to the ceiling, but it looks really cute. Aww. You've always loved Christmas lights. Like, yeah, why don't we keep them up all year? I think it's so cute. Just now, some jerko made it tacky and ruined it for all of us. Who? I don't know. Just like <laughs> some somebody like who made it tacky? Why is it tacky to keep Christmas lights up? I don't know. It's like associated with somebody. I asked why can't we leave them up all year? To maybe it was our mother's husband, Cowboy Denny, mm. or it was. Oops. I don't know. I don't okay. know. That's fine. We'll figure that out later. Yeah. But it was like uh, that people who are lazy don't take them down, so it's usually ghetto folk. Yeah, that's true. All right, I get it. Is that true? I mean, yeah, I think so. I just, I, but now it's kind of cool to have the backyard party lights, like the globe lights, strung out from the backyard to the tree. And. You know, so that part's cool. You just can't have them around your house. And no colored lights. That's not okay. We have big old white lights around our house. And my husband didn't take them down last year till like, February. And I was worried that we were ghetto, but it kind of looked like party lights. I don't know. I think we might have been ghetto. Pretty sure. No, I don't like that like I said ghetto because I think it's a derogatory term. Mm -hmm. And now I'm self-conscious about that. That's okay. Um, what's another way to say it? White trash? Well, I mean, Are we offending fewer people a... that way? Huh? <laughs> white trash? Can we offend fewer people that way? Probably because they're white. <laughs> white people are generally entitled to begin with, so maybe right. it's less offensive, but then now we're really getting into offensive territory. Hey, let's about. just offend everyone equally. I think that's only fair, so... okay. No, I don't know. We shouldn't go down this road, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, being white entitled people. I mean, we were I'm definitely not white. white. <laughs> what are you? You don't know this about me. I'm actually not white. No, I'm did kidding. you do a? I did an ancestry test, and I'm. I know. I love that. We're very yeah. European. Very boring. I don't. Very I... British, Irish. Yeah. What else was it? German. Lots yeah, of German. A lot of German. It's kind of what we thought. It's what our parents told us. and Except for the weird um, secret secret that there's Native American blood in us, which I don't think is true. I don't think it is either. Yeah. I don't think it came up. We have a great grandma who had a very square jaw and or a very broad nose, and she looked like she could have been Native American, but yeah, it was all hearsay. And good old... Good old storytelling. It turned into this whole thing. I even tried to get a scholarship based on it, and I couldn't find out any information. So, yeah. But how accurate are the genetic tests? That I don't know. I mean, I know there's something to do with the Y chromosome. Like, if you're a boy, if you're a guy, and they can trace it back better, so that's more accurate. But um, I don't know. And then, and then I think the worry is the there's all these pop-up companies doing genetic testing, and they don't know if the samples get, you know, compromised when you ship them, or if the collection is bad, and it's a whole, you don't know what you're getting. So I think over time they'll get better, but um, I don't know. I don't know. 
But it's neat. I met somebody who um, was getting theirs done because their dad was adopted and they had no idea what his background was. So um, he was getting it done and he was going to buy one for his dad for Father's Day. And it's cool for a lot of people. They're finding out all sorts of stuff about their families. But You know, I saw one, I think it was 60 Minutes or something. I don't know what it was, but it was on identical twins and they all three took three of the biggest genetic oh, testing Oh, you kits. sent me that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was 23andMe, Ancestry.com, and then there was one more, which, what's the other big one? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But uh, they all came back with a lot of different variants where they should all be identical. So mm -hmm. I think the most accurate was Ancestry.com. Which is the one you did, right? I did the 23andMe. Oh, yeah. It was the old Amazon promoted, you know, $99, and I just went, this is great, let's try it. And so I don't know if I need to take it again or if it's going to get better five years from now. Yeah. No, I think that was so cool. And so I added it to my thing because I'm really into genealogy and tracing our family tree. And all these people popped up. It's like, oh, you might be related to this person. They're your fourth cousin, and you have the most matches with this other person. And, but I don't know, part of me is like, that's kind of weird. These people can like come out of the woodwork and in fact, oh, I didn't tell you. I had another lady write me a message saying, I am your uncle Bill's um, like girlfriend when he used to teach at this college back in the Midwest. And I, I copied and pasted it and sent it to our aunt who said, oh yeah, I think she's telling the truth. And uh, I said, do you want me to respond to her? And she goes, no, no, it's better to let these things lie. <laughs> like she was all freaked out about wanting to uh, Why? dig up the past. I don't know. I mean, family secrets and stories and oh god, who knows? Maybe he did something bad to this woman in college. Maybe they had a secret love child. I mean... Well, writer, you have to. Do you think I should? Yes, I let it go. Course. It was like over Christmas break. I forgot no. to tell you. Dig into it. Really? How could you let it go? Where's the detective spirit? I know. I know. It was... It was... I, I guess salacious. I got scared off. I was like, okay, I'll leave it alone. I won't Ooh, say anything. I would not be able to do that. Really? To, oh, yeah. Will you do it? Can I send Have you Beth do it. Contact. Call, call DB. Detective. <laughs> this is our aunt who is. She didn't want to, I don't think. She wanted to leave alone. Oh, that's who you contacted about it? Yeah, that's what I just Ooh. said without saying her name. Fart it out. I said that. <laughs> Fart it out. Fart it out. Ooh. Oh, well, hey, even better to get into it. Because. <laughs> What's the a... story? Now there's got to be something. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, out of anybody having a funky, weird past, I could see him having one. So, all right. Talk. Um, he was the one that everybody said was dropped on his head when he was a kid. I know. Back in the and day. That was the story, which was a common story of the 40s, I think. Mm -hmm. The old dropped on the head to explain any kind of mood disorder well it's it's the perfect alibi because you you know the women were knocked out in childbirth so they didn't know what was happening like these babies were shooting out and slipping all around the room falling out of doctor's hands so they could probably just blame it on the doctor because they were out of it they didn't know nobody knew what well, happened i think in those also moments. like they didn't really have the tools they didn't have add and like High-functioning right. autism and all those diagnoses back then, so they right. would, anything weird, and they would just go, I always dropped on his head and move right. on, right? Well, I could really see him having been dropped on his head. He had a flat face, too. Remember that? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there was something there. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. It you rest in peace. Flat. Why are we talking about all our dead relatives all I the don't time? know, man. I, you, you got the spirit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he was an odd bird, but he had all these like anger issues. and. He just... did. You know what the worst story is? Oh, God. What? He threw his girlfriend's cat against the wall and broke oh, its back. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Well, that's, that's terrible. Right. So after that, you know, it makes me 
I can't imagine if if uh like my right? little kitty sitting next I to me right now. And if kitty. anything like that ever Ugh. Oh, anyway. wait, let's discuss. So tell, do tell about your love life right now. I want to hear the, the latest. Oh, no, really? I don't know. Do you want to or no? Well, well you're the I... single one. You have more excitement in that department. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel bad I played him a couple of our podcasts. Oh, my God, you did? <laughs> Yes, and guess what I said on one of the podcasts, which was terrible. What? You're well, I don't know what to say. I said, no, guy I said I'm, I'm seeing, hanging out know. with a guy. You're hanging out with a guy, yeah. Right? I said, you know, the guy I'm hanging out with, and then he he felt very demoted. Oh! <laughs> I don't think he really did. I think he kind of was joking about it, but it was, oh, I guess since I'm just the guy you're hanging out with, I don't really have to set up your drum set now, do I? And oh. everything was like did it come oh. up a lot yeah like 12 times <laughs> not that i was counting only 12 really no i mean i i think it was just little jabs and little funnies but it, who knows well Maybe what does he want to be called what, what does he think you guys are I think he was on the boyfriend-girlfriend track. I don't know. Okay. But then again, some people take that really lightly. Hmm. They just throw it out there like putting on a new pair of socks, you know? I take it very... To me, it's like marriage. I, <laughs> I know. It's well, yeah, you haven't ever been married. You've had long-time boyfriends. And they probably wanted to get more serious than you have, would you say? Is that fair to say? I think I've got issues in the relationship department. And, yeah, I think other people think it's very normal. And to me, it was always one foot out the door. You really have to know if you're going to be with this person. And and it has to you have to vet them and go through a million questions. I would interrogate them first and mm-hmm. know everything about them and make sure they're not murderers, know their whole backstory, know all their everything, and then I would think about it. But then I would be noncommittal. And then want them to profess their love so then I could feel comfortable enough to decide what to so do So you're, next. <laughs> would you say you're the guy in the relationship? Like, if you were to look at traditional I guess roles? If, if you were to look at, you know, The Bachelorette and Bachelorette. I don't know. <laughs> awesome shows, if anyone's uh, no. Okay. You, have you ever watched yeah. any of those? I think I watched half of one once. And so bad, huh? So bad, but... But you mm. like it, so what is it that's I know. Opinion? Well, I want to finish with you first, but I do. I think oh. I'm like a basic, the term is basic bitch. I'm a basic bitch. I like like just dumb TV sometimes, and I, I don't know. I don't go that deep. You're a lot, like you're a deeper thinker than I am. I'm just very simple, surface. But I wouldn't say that because you're very smart, but I wonder what... I mean, you're a scientist, you were honor student, okay. so... Can we just, like, not play up the scientist thing? Because I got an undergrad <laughs> in biology, and <laughs> I didn't do a whole lot with it. I mean, I did, sort of, but I'm, like, not really. I switched to be a graphic designer, and now I work in a garden. So it's not super sciencey, but thank you. I like the... But you're really smart. I Aww, mean, thanks. Barely. I'm like, I mean, it's fine. I know some stuff, and but it's all kind of floating away. The all right, more let's I don't analyze this. I would like to analyze this no, right no, now. No, 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 no. I want to go back to you. I want to finish you. All right, but I just will say quickly that we also have a mother and a grandma who were very humble, and everything was like you'd achieve great projects and be like, nah, it's nothing. I'm like, oh, so that's, that's how we are too. The offspring have also taken on the role of being like, yeah, whatever. I'm not that smart. I'm not, eh, it's, it's fine. You'll paint like a beautiful painting and be like, eh. Yeah. So. All right. I'm awesome and I'm super smart. No, I'm not though. I, I feel like I'm very, um, right down the middle. I, I just feel very average in I luckily got to UCSD, but I transferred there, so I didn't, like, get in straight away, so my grades were okay, and then I transferred, and then I graduated, and my grades were okay, you know, I don't know, I guess that's an achievement to get to UCSD, and then <clears throat> finish up with a biology yeah, degree. And get A's in all the, you're all in AP classes. Anyway, that's just what I'm saying, well, you're smart. 
Thanks. I was uh, picking my nose and you were <laughs> acing your test. <laughs> <coughs> no, you were fine. You were, But you've always had the more creative mind, right? Like, so sitting down and doing ABCs and one, two, threes was probably boring to you. You didn't like that? I don't know. I did yeah. get in trouble often for being distracted. Hmm. Um, and I like to do creative projects. My favorite class was second grade where you... We were reading a lot of C.S. Lewis, like The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, mm -hmm. and all the Charlie and the Chocolate Factories, and yeah. Hans Christian Andersen, and The Secret Garden, and Willy Wonka. Wait, I already said that, but um, <laughs> Wizard of Oz, I remember we had like some access to a television and a VCR, and would that have been possible? That yeah. was in 85? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so I think we watched Wizard of Oz in class, and that was like my favorite creative days I think yeah and that's when I remember wanting to write and do a lot of creative projects but anyway we were talking about stuff before yes correct yes go back to the boy so oh you've always had one foot out the door he sensed it did it come up did you guys talk about it now that he listened to the he's oh just a guy that you're hanging out well with? I don't know what this particular person it's a whole different set of circumstances so um, it yeah, I think I have to play it out. And I can, I don't know if we want to go into great detail about it or not, but you know, there's a lot of variables and I can't quite, t I don't know if the guy's going to listen to this thing. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of feeling out in the beginning stages. We were talking for two months over the Facebook messenger. Yeah. Tell the story how you guys like started hanging out. This is crazy to me. I love this. We, it started back when I was in. <laughs> I'm going to play some music. <laughs> so that was in eighth grade and I was a little like hanging out with the skater punk kids. Mm -hmm. It was a very tumultuous time in my life. And mom and dad were fighting a lot. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you enjoy that part of it? Oh, life? yeah, I loved it. No, it was awful. Yeah, you find any excuse you can to get out of the house because you knew it was just going to be like awful yelling and or it's silent treatment. Like, the silent treatment was almost worse than the yelling. Yeah, but it's just like a thick cloud of poop and <laughs> no breath. <laughs> so we would sorry. but yeah we would avoid the house off I don't know how I ended up at someone's apartment it was one of the kids parents were gone and then we ended I ended up there and there were with the older skater kids which this guy was a part of that scene mm -hmm. we'll call him Bob <laughs> so Bob was a part of that little skater scene and basically I took a hit of a bong and I was just trying to be cool and fit in, and I didn't really want to, but I didn't want to be ostracized, so I did it, and then... Had you ever before, or this was your first time? I don't think it either was the first time or one of the first times, but okay. it was one of those things where I was trying to keep up with the people that did it all the time, and I took a big bong hit. Mm. Like, if we ever did any of it back in those days, I would take a little puff of a pipe, and I'd be nervous and wouldn't inhale a lot. All right. I was not a pot smoker at all. So... I took a big old bong hit and like coughed and then just within, you know, a few minutes, it was that paranoia in my head. For some reason, it was super, super fevery feeling hot mm. and, um, and I didn't know what to do and I didn't know how to like escape there. I didn't know how to get home. I was like, Ugh. and then this nice, sweet boy, Bob, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he asked if I was okay. And, and I said something like, I'm sick. I guess I said that I was sick. And he's got a weird equivalent of photographic memory with information. He's got one of those genius So he brains. corroborated the story? He remembered this? Was this? Yeah, and yeah. I can't tell if he, you know, he remembered. Yeah, it was like, oh yeah, I remember you were super hot. And I think you said something like you were sick and, you, and, and I had you sit down on my lap and lay your head in my lap. And I went and got a wet towel and put a towel on your forehead Aww. and just told you to sit there and that you'd be okay. You didn't and I want to put your head in his lap for any other reason? That was it. Well, that's what... <laughs> no! Did you? No! Oh. <laughs> no. I was like, no, I was all paranoid and freaked out. I didn't want a weird sausage coming out of my head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> weird. 
No, I just um, I was freaked out, and I I remember him being a little safe haven in a bad situation, and mm. he told me later he goes, oh yeah, I remember that, and he even said like the guys came up and were like, yeah, you got the young girl on your lap, like the hot girl, and he was like, and he told me that he told them to, he was like, shut the fuck up or whatever. And, Mm-hmm. Can we say bad words? Sure, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He told them to shove it and get lost. Shut those <clears throat> cracks. <laughs> I'm a little low energy today because the guy left yesterday. He was here for six days, and that's a long a, time. Yeah, it's a long concerted time. This is the second time we've hung out in 20 years, and uh, he was just here and left and it's a different energy in the room it's kind of and it might just be tired you know mm. just from entertaining and running around and stuff but but yeah it's um but anyway yeah so yeah, we, that so. happened when we were young and then I always remember that and it was sweet and then so you came was, out of your weird high lap funk and I don't got remember home somehow yeah. somehow mm-hmm. or a friend came and probably just calmed down after a while Right. But uh, I always remember him as being like this sweet and wonderful person. And he was cute. And I just thought he was great. But he's always been married. Right. So, Did he get married really young? I think so, yeah. Okay. Like 20 or something. Wow. So, and he was married for like 17 years. So, hmm. he's always been unavailable. And now he's available. And we started talking on the Facebook. And um, he's still going through the volatile, divorcey stuff. Yeah. So you guys um, found each other on Facebook again. And yeah. how did it turn into like let's go out or it was all texting? It was just <clears throat> yeah, it was just like um you know, it got deeper and then it gets into he was I could sense that something was up with or we started talking about drinking or something and then I I was and then he was drinking a lot and I was like do you think that's really smart and then he mentioned doing some drugs and I was like wow it sounds like you probably should not be doing that when you're in the middle of trying to get your kids back from your ex right and I think that was what caused a lot of the issues um Mm. so then I helped to like he said it, I was this little angel, this light that came into his dark world of dealing with having his kids gone and going through. They're already divorced, but there was like shady stuff, so he's having to fight it. And mm-hmm. and then I was like someone who helped get him sober, basically, and he's very grateful for that. Wow. And this is all in the space of the last few months, right? Two. I mean, it started like somewhere in October, yeah. Wow. So. Interesting. And But, yeah, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff that he lives five hours away and going through trying to get his kids back and living in that area, you know, trying to fight this thing. Who knows how long that'll take. And then there's talk of, like, moving to L.A., but I don't know how serious that is. And then, like, well, you should come up here. And I'm like, I can't go to Oops. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, uh, probably. There's no reason to go up there unless it was just for. And you're not sure where things stand, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, there's no way it's been three months. Yeah, that's a lot. And he's still in the middle of of untangling from this last relationship, and that means time. And getting off of drugs and booze, and like, there's a lot of. Red flags. Yeah, just sorting out of life that, and I might be more of a. This like light unto darkness. That is it really a real thing, or is it just you right. help me? So, right. like, holding on to something that's nice, but is it really real? I don't know. There's a lot of variables. Right. Wow. So well, I don't envy your situation. That sounds complicated. Kind of exciting. <laughs> kind of fun to always have something to try to figure out. But I don't know. It's a lot of work. Well, it's hard because there's a lot of, like, connection, and there's a lot of really wonderful things, and there's a sharing of music and art and right. life and philosophy, and it's all the stuff that's very stimulating. And dinkies. And, and dinkies and twinkies <laughs> are involved. <laughs> dinkies and twinkies. Why don't you talk about that? Dinks and twinks. Dinks and twinks. <laughs> dinks and twinks and dinks and twinks. 
You, yeah, he's really cute. Like, you have that whole side of things going, too. So, that's hard, because you like the boy. <laughs> cute dinks. <laughs> and then the brains. And yeah. the heart. And the dink. Yes. And, and the dink. You know, line those up. You've got the heart dink. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was trying to make some kind of... Amalgamation of all three words: brain, heart, dink, barking. <laughs> what would that be? Dink, harding. I can't even. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a good. Come on, give it a shot. What do you have? Heart, dink, pink. What? Brain, heart, dink. That's right. For heart, dink. It's it's a good um, way to find your man. It's the Brahartding chart that you can reference. <laughs> Downtown San Diego. Uh, there's the shop. I wonder what's going to happen. I wish I could see into the future. Oh, don't you wish there was a crystal ball and you could just see how this was going to end or begin or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. Like, you can also create it in a... Like, my first thing is I go into fear okay. of all the bad things that can happen. And then sometimes you have a self-fulfilled prophecy because right. you're such a bum out. And I've already started doing it. And he was like, oh, Debbie Downer, man. Oh. So I'm like, well, but what if that doesn't work out? But what if you have to stay? But what if? And it's like it kills. But then I'm also like bringing the reality into the fantasy in some ways. Right. I'm like, I want to talk about it. But then I'm. he calls it future tripping. Like you're future oh. tripping. Because, and but I just did. that's what girls did. do. Don't we all, like, need to know kind of what's going to happen and what could happen and I guess. protect ourselves? Or, hmm. Do we all do that or is it just, like, what is the, uh, yeah. excuse me, healthiest <laughs> way to deal with this? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we're super different, so... I, I think you I would never be with someone like this. Yeah, no, I would see all the red flags and be like, yeah, no, that's never getting past the first date. I I think, you know, I told you that story about looking at my my high school sweetheart and us getting together and how horrible it was and but it sounded a lot like this guy, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, like like, like exactly like down blocked to blocked my phone screen. after he left that morning pretty much i don't know yeah that's what a healthy person is <laughs> i mean i'm but i'm so vanilla i'm so boring like you have an exciting life so there's yeah, that but no it's but... called drama it's like and, and i realize that that's probably an attraction that i have and i don't it's a scorpio thing mm-hmm i looked up the thing and they said you need to have conflict and drama really and but I, Interesting. it's so stupid because you yeah, yeah, like the therapist that I have would say, you know, absolutely. Like she's like, raise the bar. Your yeah. bar is very low and right. you have boundaries and raise the bar and you're great and wonderful. And, but I'm like, yeah, but you don't know what's going on in the. No, I think too many people have gotten in your head and said, oh, you're wrong because of this, and this part isn't good about you, and you've started to believe it, and it's not true. Okay, for the world listening, my sister is gorgeous and tall and should have been a model and very fit and, like, stands out in a crowd, great personality, all these wonderful things, super creative and awesome. And you got to believe that you are, you're amazing. And so, yeah, you need to set your bar super high because you're awesome. It's Thank true. You. It's very true. My name is Mouse. <laughs> Thank you, Mouse. <laughs> and yeah, I don't, I think he sees that in you. Yeah. There's this other side that he's already trying to kind of squash you into what he wants and needs so that he can be the man a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what people's intentions are, but it felt like my last relationship was a little bit like that too, where there's like this weird honoring and then this weird trying to trap you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if 
I don't know at what point that shifts or if it's just that if you're weak enough and someone sees it, then they start playing the power role because you're like acquiescing to their bullshit. So then they just keep beating. I don't know. Yeah. Turns into power dynamics, but maybe I just choose the same kind of guys too that are more narcissists and you know, right. Cause I think our dad was a bit of a, he was a lovely person in a lot of ways. He was a great dad with, like when we we're little, I guess, teaching us about nature and life and loved us and Yeah, and super funny and creative and Yeah. Dynamic, but also was caught in his own head trying to figure himself out and <clears throat> got narcissistic in that way. And so yeah, if you believe in Freud or whatever, then maybe you're comfortable with that. So you're finding guys that are like that. But you don't think that you did. Well, I don't know. I think I did in some ways. Like, I think my husband is that achiever guy and athletic. And, like, I think he's maybe more representative of the yarn dad, you know, where he was, like, full of all these goals and life and go get them. And, you know, I don't know why that would be, but... Well, that's um, good. You chose the good version. I've apparently chose. The <laughs> you got the eighties, <laughs> the eighties version, where he Ugh. was into all the self help and uh, what was it? The me generation, right? And then blaming the parents for all the problems. Here we are blaming our parents for our problems. <laughs> Why not? Yay! Yeah. <laughs> hey. But well, he was really into like est was one of his big things, and then he did TMing, transcendental meditation, and then. He got an Al-Anon because our grandpa died of alcoholism. Right. So there were, very... yeah, issues that he was getting through. And so that feels comfortable probably because that was right in maybe your more formative years. I was a little bit older, so. Yeah, maybe you I probably got the. Out of it more. Yeah, mom said you were out of the house a lot with friends studying and. <laughs> that's what she thinks. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Oh, God. No. Was that just a lie your whole life? I mean, I thought no, you were No, no, I was. I was, well, I did my studying at home, and then when I'd leave with friends and stuff, we'd just go goof around. We lived in suburbia, a lot like where I live now, and we finally got our licenses so we could drive around. We would just do dumb stuff. We would just drive around and, you know, go behind Safeway and get the day-old bread and the day-old bagels and <laughs> the day-old muffins and drive around and throw them on people's lawns that, you know, friends from school or whatever, just pranks. So the, so the sprinklers would hit him in the morning. Just, and so I don't know why. I don't know who thought that was funny to do that, like why that even meant something, but we just did because it was available and it was something to do that made us laugh. <laughs> That's what we did too. I didn't even know you did Did that. you? I there was know. nothing else to do. We had one Safeway and one yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> that was it in the yeah. whole town that was close to our house. So right. we'd always like what can you do? Safe like someone discovered day old bread and yeah. it must have just spread like wildfire right. through our Woo. high school. The but times. I knew that the intention was to do it at night to where the sprinklers hit it in the morning and then they wake up. With Maybe that was it. Yeah, soggy bread. And one night we went to somebody's house and took a bunch of plastic forks and stuck them in their lawn and then broke them off so that they couldn't get them out. And then when the lawnmower would go over them, it would wreak havoc, which is really horrible. And then. Stupid stuff like that. Just I wasn't really part of it. I was just along for the ride a lot of times. But yeah. And then another one was we would have um, what were they scavenger hunts? Kind of of who could drive around at night collecting the most real estate signs, throwing them in the back of the car, and then we would have to meet at the creek at you know 10 p.m. And everybody would dump out their signs and count. And whichever team got the most real estate signs would win. That's so like, awful. I know. I had no, like, caring or understanding for the real estate yeah. agents had to pay for those. And they're expensive. And we were yeah. just creeps. And we would just dump them in the creek and leave. Like, that was that. that was just dumb boredom stuff. I mean, pretty innocent. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I was doing. So... I was out of the house <laughs> throwing bagels and yeah I don't know I <clears throat> that's kind of suburban life that's just boredom and yeah which is right around it the is corner. weird how you don't have any conscience at that time 
yeah of, or effect of what that right yeah and invincibility like doing really dumb things like then later we got into you know oh, parties and trying to smoke pot a little bit or drinking or whatever and then driving home and you know, it was right when all the PSAs were starting to come out, and we knew it was wrong, but, like, what else do you do? There, there was an Uber back then, and yeah, maybe a few kids had parents that would come pick them up, but, I mean, no, everything was secret, secret, and do what you can not to get caught doing anything. Oh, yeah, I'm just, we're lucky we made it. <laughs> did you guys get in, like, what's the worst thing that you did? The most devious? Oh, man, um... I got really drunk um, at, it was New Year's, and <laughs> was working at a restaurant up on top of the hill of our little valley, and, um... Called Charlie Brown. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to implicate anybody in teenage drinking, but, yeah, it, I drove, we went to a bar after, like, fake IDs and sneaking into that, and then was driving home and ran the local stop sign because it was right by my work and I drove there every day so ran right through it and a cop was right there pulled me over and I was drunk way drunk <gasps> and did I ever tell you this story uh oh and so I had to get out of the car my friend was following me and I think they pulled over two way behind me though and um I had to touch my nose, my hands to my oh. nose. I had to walk on a line. And I know. Oops. Bleep. <laughs> and um, they were about to write me up. And I said, hey, can you just, this one night, I mean, it's New Year's Eve. I'm really sorry. I just have one beer. I never drink. I'm a Christian. I just threw that out there, hoping it would stick. I, She's not Christian. Though. I was not really, but yeah, it just seemed to fit. And I think I said, did I say this? Or maybe I'm just, I was telling my friends after. But my dad just finished filming a movie about drinking and driving, and I just can't get caught. And so they um, let me go. They really? let me go, yeah. Oh, and guess I'm where really I drove really. to? The bar. I drove to another party. You <laughs> rat. Awful. I know. And then drove home after? Uh, Probably, yeah. I think oh. it sobered me up, though. I think I had, like, one beer and then just sat there drinking water, like, scared. Cause Mouse! I know. Wasn't that Debauchery. awful? Debauchery. What about you? Yes. What's your worst? Um, That I got caught for? I don't know, yeah. Or not. Or... Caught or not, this is our new segment. <laughs> caught or not, were you caught or not? Red-handed. Um, <laughs> stupid. I don't know. I'll just think of a pranky thing we did. No. Caught no. <laughs> the only one, no, this was just dumb, but it was in Walnut. What are you talking about? I don't know. I mean, yeah, we know we're in California. Okay, whatever. So I was at a friend's. It was a friend? Named M, who had an who had an apartment building, and we went and stole a Christmas tree from the Christmas tree farm. Oh no! And then went to his. He lived on the second floor of an apartment building. Okay. And went and got rope and like drilled a hole through the trunk or something and put rope around the trunk, and then tied this Christmas tree somehow on the rafter above his apartment door. And rigged it up that when he opened the door, a giant Christmas tree would swing in what? and hit him. Oh my gosh. And it was this whole, I don't, I don't think it was big enough to do any damage. It would just be really shocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then somehow put like butter on the doorknobs. I remember that was a part of the scheme, but now I'm thinking it doesn't make any sense because... <laughs> You couldn't get inside to butter the in so it's just buttering the outside. <laughs> Didn't really think it through. <gasps> Didn't really think it through. Uh, but what, maybe there's butter involved. Like, I think we asked him. It was a friend of ours, and I think we did ask him later, like months later. Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, that was messed up." <laughs> I went to go like go down and get some coffee, and he was, you know hung over or whatever just a giant Christmas tree knocked him over <laughs> but he was like I was, it was just more confusing than anything he was like a stoner guy so yeah it was just like this weird confusing experience oh my god that sounds like 
You sure that wasn't Home Alone 12? I know. The movie? It sounds like that. Hilarious. I know. Well, that's pretty creative. At least you, like, weren't just driving around town. Let's put some thought And then, like, my other friend Sarah and I, in in our high school, went and I thought this would be hilarious. It was, you know, this is, what, 1990 or something? Mm -hmm. I went and drew a picture of a pig... And then did it just like the hilarious. little hilarious, hilarious. If you want to cheer someone up, draw a picture of a pig. It's funny, but um, I draw drew a picture of a pig where it looked just like the milk curtain and said, "Have you seen me?" And then put all the information of who to call if you've seen this pig. And then what? did a bunch of snuck in to like one of the rooms where someone had a key, whatever. We snuck in and did a bunch of ditto copies and put them up all over the high school. What? Have you seen me? Why? Because it was confusing. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It was just to for people to talk about it. That you got to walk around going, "Why is that?" You'd hear people. What? Oh my I don't god! That's Isn't that dumb? Random, but I like it. I like it. That's Thanks. at least it was creative. Thank you. Okay, now but for our millions of viewers, those four guys in Nebraska. Um, <laughs> I think we should have people send in to our Mouse and Weens website any yes. ideas of fun pranks that you did when you were Yes. A child. Let's hear pranks. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. This would be good. Okay, yeah. So our email we have mouseandweens at gmail.com. And you can go to our website, mouseandweens.com. Everything is there, all our links and Good stuff, social media. We just started out, so there's not a whole lot of content yet, but that's why we're needing everyone out there to do it. So, <laughs> wah, wah, wee, wah. Wah, wah, wee, wah. And we put Mr. Bubble in the big local town water fountain, and it bubbled out onto four lanes of traffic. Really? Mm-hmm. Which uh fountain? Right at the corner of Safeway. There was some fountain. Oh. Safeway. This is like the hot place. Wow. Remember, everyone would fight. They would go to meet and fight at the Christmas tree farm or at Safeway. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, no, not at Safeway, at McDonald's. Sorry. McDonald's. Excuse my French. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, yeah. I, we did a dumb senior prank with, um, so our school was like made out of cement, like two stories, and they had these courtyards where all the lockers were. So if you can imagine, um, it was, and then you could close all the external doors to get in there. And so it would be like a big column, like a big cup of water <laughs> that you could fill up, right? So we thought we would do that. And we took, um, as many newspapers as we could find. I think we went to a newspaper recycling facility. We filled up like everybody's trucks and SUVs, got like snuck into the school at night and took out page by page, crinkled them up and threw them into this courtyard so that when the kids got into school in the morning, they would have to like kind of swim through paper. Oh. And we did it. We got it up to about chest high. So you couldn't, oh you, to get to your locker, you had to walk through all these wadded up newspapers. And <laughs> that's good. Isn't that random? And then um, yeah. another one was, oh, yeah, it happened to be the guy I was dating at the time, or had dated. Um, I'll tell you after. And he thought it would be great to whip out that can of spray paint. This was the same night, the senior prank night. And write seniors rule on the cement wall. But he had to hang down over and do it upside down. And he wasn't the smartest guy ever, which is probably oh, I know part of the reason why we broke up. And uh, he spelled it Senwar's rule. He, like he didn't oh, spell no. seniors right. Oh, no. So Senwar's rule, it was really... Yeah, just dumb. Like S E N W. No, S E N O I R S, like Renoir. Oh, like no. <laughs> he, maybe was he French? No, very not French. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so good stuff. That was um, that was a bad one. 
That I was. Did really... people comment? Oh yeah, there was lots of trouble and things. Ooh, ooh, who's calling and buzzing? This is our timer. It says ah. we're getting close to the end. Oh. We don't have to time it. I mean, we could just riff for a few more minutes if you want. Who's got them? Which one's the oldest? Oh God! This is—I feel like this. I was um, a little embarrassed talking about the guy stuff. I don't know if I can. What if he listens to this? Okay, well you could cut it out if you want. It's a big chunk. Um, I just want to say that there are reasons that you like people, and there are reasons you are afraid. Yes. <laughs> Does that make sense? This is true. Well, yeah, and this might be your match. Despite the red flags or blips or whatever, maybe there's a reason why you are, like, into this and are willing to deal with whatever drama. Or, or maybe it's... Not that dramatic. Maybe you're, um, I don't know. A sadist? Maybe. Do you think? But he is cute, and you do have your your memories of him, so that's hard to get over when you have him up on a pedestal. From He also has memories of me being a very kind person when we were at the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. Mm. And Wait, was he I there? Had free tickets, and I was hooking every. I was trying to be cool and hooking all the people, stupid high school guys. I was trying to like be cool in front of and trying to get everybody in because yeah. I had met the band the night before, and they gave me a bunch of tickets. And so I was trying to get like all the cool. I was like, yeah, so I got tickets. You should come out, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I had a ticket for him, and some situation where I was, I had the ticket, and and I was not going to be able to be let in, but I gave him my ticket anyway. And I said, don't worry, I'll figure it out. And he goes, but this is your only ticket. How are you going to get in? And I was like, don't worry about it. You can have it. Wow. And then right at that moment, John Fresciani, the guitarist, came and swooped right when I was about to hand the guy that, the date guy that, yeah. see, I say stuff like that. <laughs> the date guy. The date guy. <laughs> and I diminish because I'm scared to make it anything bigger than that. That's what it is. So wow. I say things to diminish the person for fear of like not knowing where it's going to go. And then I don't feel stupid. I'm like, the love of my life. And yeah. No, break well, up it's a protection thing, right? You don't want to call it your boyfriend and then be like, my boyfriend broke up with me. It's, is that normal though? Because normal people might just call someone a boyfriend because it really doesn't. It's not like the end of the world, well, and then you just do that, and then you. But have you had the on. exclusivity talk? Like that's probably the marker of. He did. The he title. said, "Do you want to yeah. be my girlfriend?" And then I said yes. And then two minutes later, he yelled at me for putting garbage on his clothes. And Aww. I said, "Forget this." Mm. Okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what happened with the guitarist from the Chili Peppers? So he swooped you up or so swooped he, the ticket So he, as I was gra- giving this ticket to the, the date guy, high school guy, mm-hmm. as I was about to hand it, the Freshiani character came out and apparently made out with me and grabbed me, and he was drunk, and grabbed me back in the backstage door with the ticket so I didn't get to give it to the guy. But oh. he remembers, and he had to drive all the way back or take Bart back home to our but he said i just remember the act of kindness that you were willing to sacrifice getting in yourself to give get me in and he goes i didn't even barely know you and i Aww. thought that was a kind-hearted person there you go so uh, we both have our old high school stories that wow. are strange wow well, <laughs> i know why don't you talk about your sex life or something no <laughs> <laughs> So what happened? Do you remember that night, the Chili Peppers night? This was. Oh, the... we can save that for another time. This is a... we are nearing the end. Thank this... God. Okay, all right, to be determined. And we okay. have to go back to the Don Johnson story too that we never got to finish. The first oh yeah, time. there's so many celebrity stories. See? We have. Let's let's list off all of our celebrity stories. We've got Red Hot Chili Peppers, Don Johnson, um, Brendan Fraser, Gal Kilmer, Brendan Fraser. I thought you. Oh, no. It was your, um... Oh, Andrew McCarthy to you. Andrew McCarthy? Who was that guy from Melrose Place that you stopped? Oh, no. Andrew Shue. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, the other guy. Originally talk soup. Greg Kinnear. (laughs) Greg Kinnear. (laughs) And, no, you. I'm thinking of, um, not Brendan Fraser. Who was the guy with the feet? 
with the the Alaska show. Oh, the John, Sex in the City. John Corbett. Yeah, him. He had scratchy feet. Okay. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Uh-huh. Um, who else? Uh, George Went. George Went. <laughs> the Hungarian yeah. tourist, Kid also known as Limp Bisque, or Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Limp Bisque. Um, you have, um, oh, oh, Val Kilmer, wait, I was on to something. Shoot, so, oh, I can't remember. Oh, there's uh, so many. You have so many. We had a run-in with... Um, oh, Matt Dillon. Oh, Matt Dillon, that's right. Did I ever tell you that Matt Dillon story? I think I know a detail from it, but I don't know the oh. whole story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there's all the Primus guys and... Oh. And... Those are just friend things, but yeah. Band stuff. Billy Joe or whatever. Right? This, mm-hmm. is, this is all getting a little too close to old. Is it? So. Well, you gotta talk, you know, who knows, but yeah, yeah. Why, well, you know, whatever. They're all nice stories. They're not too crazy. Nothing They're all just yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, let's close it out. All right. So, celebrity stories to come. We have covered love life and pranks. We want to hear about everyone's pranks out there. That would be fun to hear. Um, anything else? Oh well. I forgot to mention that in the, I just looked up issues with relationship stuff because this is kind of interesting. Okay. And there's a whole website you could do a test for attachment theory, which is a cool way of determining where you are, like you answer these questions, and then where are you as far as your attachment, like if you have issues, you look up that, and uh, if you are an avoidant type, or uh, a fearful avoidant, or if you feel safe in relationships, it's all this stuff. So it was really interesting. I did it today. So hmm. um, we can How talk you... about that later. Okay. I, I've got some issues. Really? <laughs> I think I'm fearful avoidant, and that makes sense for all my wishy-washy and one foot out the door and mm. avoiding saying that I'm going out with some, you know, all that stuff. I'm <laughs> two years old. Like, settle down. It's time to grow up. You can call someone a boyfriend. Yeah. Well, Um, all right. Yeah, I I can see that. Interesting. Is it a quiz? Is this like a little quizzy thing we can all do? Yeah, you can do it online. There was a, yeah, it's called just attachment theory. So something that uh, it's kind of hot in the uh, therapy circuit. All right. Cool. Okay. There you go. Food for thought. And celebrities are more interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. I want to delve into all of it. That sounds good. Yay. Yahoo! All right, Mouse, thanks for a great night. Wayne's back at you. And uh, why don't you sing us out? You got the voice. Mouse and Wiens and a Mouse and Wiens and a Mouse and Wiens and a Mouse and Wiens. Woo! Mouse and Wiens. <laughs> mouse and Wiens. just cracked. Okay. Bye. Bye. P.S. If you want to subscribe to Mouse and Weens, please go to www.mouseandweens.com. We're also on Facebook, Mouse and Weens. Come on down, subscribe. Let us know how you feel. Write us an email. Ooh.